Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 25th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I am your host, KDM Kane. With me is my co-host, Will Terps. Yo, yo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's guest, we have Elaine Miles in the building. She is a Native American actress and icon. Um, also cannabis advocate. So we are really excited to have her on the show tonight. Elaine Miles, are you there right now? Can you hear us okay? I can hear you. And hey, how's everybody doing tonight? All right. <laughs> Man, we're, we're super amped, Elaine. Like the, the practice call on Wednesday was dope. I wish we were recording then, but uh, we got Will in the building with us tonight too. So. It should, okay, should cool, be a good cool. show. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I guess, uh, do you want us to start with some of the, the cannabis questions? You want to do that, or you want me to talk about myself for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to talk about, girl. Let, let's let's go. Like, what, what do you want to talk about you know, first? Some people don't know who I am. It's like, yeah, really. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, introduce yourself. Let them know. Let them know. Anybody who don't know, let them know, Elaine. Yeah, it's it's me, Elaine Miles. Most, like, the older people who won't know me from Northern Exposure, I was a cast regular for all six seasons, six years of working on a national or international television show. That was kind of cool. That was my first break, and then um, I did, a lot of other people will know me from Smoke Signals, um, I drove the yes. car backwards, yeah, um, Lucy yes. Casey, yeah, yeah, that was the first written, directed, produced Native film with the main characters Native, and you know, that was, that, like, that made history, that movie made history, because it it actually made it in mainstream yeah, So, and it's still being rerun, you know, on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix, Hulu, you know. So, yeah. And then I used to work up in Canada. If we have any Canadian people watching, I was on the um, half-hour TV show up there the last two seasons. Um, the Res, which was a spin-off from Dance Me Outside. I played Edda, the medicine woman. So that was my other, you know, when I, I was a big name, big name actress. You know, I was a hot commod back then. So, yeah. You're still a big you name know. actress to me, Elaine Miles. You're still hot commod to me, yo. <laughs> still, girl, thank still. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Catch me out, meow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no but you know, no that's, that's what I do, you know, my acting, I've done like 16 movies, I've been working on, as an actress since 1990, so it's been, I put 19 years here, it's 29 years, I was like, holy shit, I feel old, Dang. you know? way to go. Yeah. You don't look old, so, you don't look old. Thank you, thank you. I yeah, can't remember it that be, you did that. No. <laughs> it must be the weed or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I lived a good life. I lived a good yeah. life. So. Yeah. yeah good I get wild now and then, you know, nobody's perfect. I'm human, but, you know, yeah. that's how I am. But, yeah, 
It's like being an actress was fun. I modeled, too. I modeled at the height of my career for Macy's department store. And um, they had a line of clothing for Northern Exposure. So that That's was dope, fun. Man. That was big money. No. <laughs> Did they go, give, that give you like a bunch of free free coats and stuff too or what? Yeah, I used to get clothing and then it was like, um, it was good money for an hour shoot. So, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I miss doing that. You know, I miss doing it. Once in a while, I do photo shoots with people. You know, they'll ask me, hey, can you come? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, so I do some photos with people. So I still do that. Then I do comedy. But I'm 21 and old. Not for virgin ears. If you're like, if you can't handle the naughtiness, then don't come to my show, and please don't bring your kids. No. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. That's always, so. Man, I always felt the same yeah. way about my music. It was just like I, I can't rock for the kids and the grandmas. Like no, some of the no, aunties no. might do. Oh it. Jesus! The grandmas are the worst. Oh my yeah. God! I just so. <laughs> In um in New Mexico and the grandmas were right in the front, so I was trying to keep it like keep it clean. The grandmas were like, "Oh, they said you were naughty." And then I looked down. And I was like, "Holy shit, grandma's talking to me." Hey, grandma, you know, because <laughs> I interact. And then um, yeah, start telling me. She goes, "They said you were naughty. That's why we bought our seat right up front." And then I was like. Oh my God! I go so I could cut loose, and she's like, "Cut loose, baby!" And I was like, "Okay," and I was like, "Oh my God, those grandmas were bad." And afterwards, they partied. With me. It's like, "Oh my God!" That happened to me like three times. So the grandmas are the worst, man. And then when they talk in Indian, that's even better because that's even naughtier, you know. And people don't hear it. You don't understand, you know. Word. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but you know that's that's pretty much what I've been doing, and how I um got into the cannabis stuff was I gave up my career for my mom, you know, because my mom had cancer, and um. Okay. So she got to the point where she needed 24-7 care, so I just kind of quit everything, you know, in um, the early 2000s um, time, and uh, they gave her like six months to live, and she ended up living eight, five years, five years, and within the last, I'd say, two years, it got to the point where, you know, because she did chemo and radiation, and yeah. um, she didn't want to. She didn't want to eat, and I was like, "Mom, you gotta eat because you're losing too much weight. And if you don't put on yeah. some weight, you can't have your your chemo or radiation. We got to get you back up." And she's like, "I don't want to eat." And then I'd look at her, go, "Mom," and then she goes, "Well, you eat this shit, and it'll taste like metal to you too." And then I was like. It doesn't taste like metal, Mom. It's good. It's your favorite. And 
she kept saying that, and my Navajo sister was here with me, and she's like, you know what, girl, you need to get mom high. And I was like, what? I go, mom, don't do that. And she's like, I'm going to ask her. So she went in, she was sitting with my mom, and she came out, and she goes, mom wants to smoke. And I was like, she doesn't smoke pot. I go, don't do that to my mom. <laughs> she's like, no, sister, it's going to help her. And I was like, really? And then I, I go, well, can I smoke with you guys? And she's like, yeah, come on. And so she rolled a joint, and then we just kind of passed it around. And, like, maybe an hour or so later, my mom was like, I'm hungry. And then I looked at her, I go, you're hungry? So I went in, you know, I fixed her something to eat. And then... um it helped her stomach, too, because, you know, she used to throw up. And we couldn't afford those those pills. You know, they don't tell you it's a $200 hit for a pill to help Damn. her use the, the vomiting. And then my Damn. Navajo sister was like, just, just give that to her. She goes, I'm going to go home and make her some brownies. The brownies are good. That will help her. And I go, really? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, you're just giving my mom high, you know? And she's like, no, no, this will help. And I was like, oh, okay. So she did. She started making my mom, like, brownies. She even made her a roast, you know? And mom was eating that. And then afterwards, she she started putting on weight again because she lost, like, mega weight. And then um, she ended up, like I said, she ended up living for five years. And they gave her six months, but I I swear to God that the the pot it helped her. That's she good. Did. Yeah, and then it even helped her see, you know, because of her eyes, because she had cataracts and she had glaucoma. And then just before she died, she was like, "I don't need my glasses no more." And then I looked at her and go, "What do you mean?" She goes, "I don't need them. I can see." And then I looked at her, and I was like, what do you mean you can see? And then my Navajo sister, she's like, no, this stuff really helps with glaucoma and cataracts. And I go, really? And I go, dang, I didn't know that, you know, because I just knew it as something to get high in high school, you know? And no doubt. Just joint, smoke a bowl, get high, and, you know, but it really, truly helped my mom. And then her... her um, oncologist he ended up um, prescribing the pills for her and when she started taking that that's like when her eyes got better and you know it's yeah. it's like amazing how she ended up turning out you know yeah yeah that marinol is a pretty heavy dose too i hear it's like super heavy yeah. indica when you eat one of those yeah yeah exactly because yeah. it, it helps her like ease her stomach and then she was able to eat. Her eyes got better. And um, I used to use, um, well, I got my sister using the um, the salve, the CBD salve. Yeah, hell yeah. She, she has um, rheumatoid arthritis. And I told her, I go, you should try this, you know, because they say it's really good for it. And then she's like... I'm not going to use that. It's not going to do me any good. And so I just got her the small one. And I go, just try it. You don't need that much. Yeah. And so she tried it. And 
and it, that little bottle lasted her a long time, but it helps. It helps her arthritis. Yeah, that's how I would convince people too. I'd be like, man, I have this little sampler of this infused yeah. coconut oil or whatever, and they'd be like, man, whatever. I'd be like, dude, just rub it on there. If it doesn't work, then yeah, fuck me. Exactly. John's foolish. You know what I mean? And otherwise, you know, maybe if it helps, then it helps. And an hour later, they yeah. come in like, hey, that shit helped. I'm like, for real? Let me know. Yeah, how long exactly. Last. Exactly. You know? And yeah, then cool. some people are always saying, oh, that stuff doesn't work. And they go, yeah, you don't give it a chance to work. You know, you just use it and say, oh, it's not working. I go, you need to use it. And then you'll see the difference. You know, and yeah. and then now my sister, she uses it all the time. You know, and yeah, man. And then I even got, I even bought her the um the pill form because she has glaucoma. So I was like, you should try these. And she goes, then I'll be all high at work. And they go, no, it's not like that. It's a different strain. It's not like the stuff we buy to get high. I go, this stuff will help you. It's medical. And then she was like, should I ask my doctor? And I go, well, go ahead if you don't want to try it. And then she asked the doctor, and he actually said, you know, that'd be kind of good if you did try it. Yeah, man. So she tried it, and her, her glaucoma isn't as bad as it was, you know. And I keep telling her, just take it, you know, just keep taking it. And then I yeah, use it to sleep. I use my edibles. My edibles and my CBD oil, and then, you know, because it helps me sleep, because I'm stressed, you know, I'm trying to get work, starving artists, can't handle the real-world job, you know. Um, I can dig it, Elaine. Oh, I can dig it. <laughs> Righteously. I mean, you know, going from the highest-paid Native actress in the country, you know, to... Being a sexy Perry for Title Seven program just doesn't cut it, you know. It's like I made so much money in an hour doing my acting than I do at work, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's I like can dig it, girl. it's hard. It's hard to adjust to that because I was like, it was really tough after you know after my mom passed away. And then I tried to get back into the business, and it's hell, you know, because it, it's just been, plus I'm a little chunky, but, you know, so I can't do, I can't do period pieces because I'm too healthy. You got to look like you're starving to do, you know, the period pieces. <laughs> and I am, you know, I, I don't look like I'm starving, you know. I'm a chunky, well, I, but. I tell girls that, too. I'm like, man. Like <laughs> BBWs, are where it's at, you know what I mean? Like, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's why it, it's tough. It's tough just trying to get back in there. And so, I was like, well, shit, I'll just go back to work, you know. So, I went back to work for the school district, and you know, thank God they took me back, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I do, you know. So, but I love to take that because, you know, it just helps me sleep. Otherwise, I'm up all night long, you know. It's like I'll go to bed, like, at 5 o'clock and then get up at 7 and go to work, you know. So it's like now I can take it and 
and then I'll sleep until morning. And then um, my son, I got him using it because he has PTSD, and um, he he has sleep deprivation, and then now one of his meds is um, causing seizures. So I told him, I go, just put a drop under your tongue in the morning, in the evening, and I go even in the afternoon if you want, and you know, do it three times, just help recreate it. And he's been doing it, and he hasn't, you know, gotten a seizure since I started him on it. That's good. So that's a tincture. Yeah, the yeah. Tincture dropper. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. That's super dope. Yeah. Yep, yep. That and that works because that. It was mine because I was using that because I didn't have any more edibles. So I was like, well, I'll just use this, you know. So I stick it under my tongue and I just go yeah. to bed, you know. Yeah. And, but, and then I use my CBD salve on my knees, you know, because my knees are giving out on me. I got to lose weight. <laughs> if these can work to help us lose weight. No. <laughs> My my suggestion, Elaine, is indica in the morning. I, I tell this to all the homies, boys and girls who are trying to lose weight. I tell them, smoke a heavy indica in the morning and don't crash back out. Like you're you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel tired and you're going to feel sleepy, but you got to power through and do whatever your morning chores are and go about your day. And really? On, like after after a week or two, it's like your your body is gonna the metabolism is gonna switch to burn more calories is because you're you're wanting to go to sleep but you're staying awake and powering through it and then your your body shifts and adjusts to that. So your metabolism will burn more calories if you do that for like a week and, and keep that your routine, you know what I mean? So that it's uh man, I I wanna get this lady on the show. Her name is I think Rachel Knox, she's a doctor and her TED Talks was about homeostasis and the endocannabinoid system. But uh-huh, it's like that's uh-huh. it's like a vitamin that's been missing from your system for like 100 years. And putting it back into your system mm-hmm. makes your homeostasis function more properly. And that's like your, oh, your metabolism yeah. and everything will burn more calories. It's just uh, yeah, yeah. Putting, it, putting up with it for a couple of weeks is difficult sometimes because it's like waking up early to go hunting. When I was a kid, my yeah. pop would try to wake me up at like four or five in the morning, and I'd be like, oh, I, "I could never do it because I was tired." You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it, it helps, man. You 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 yeah. smoke smoke a heavy indica in the morning, power through, don't crash back out. It'll it'll help you help you lose some extra pounds. No way. Okay, okay, I'll try, try that. Yeah, but I was talking about the keto stuff because my doctor said that people are going to end up getting kidney failure with that because it makes them lose weight too quickly and it oh, affects yeah. their body. Yeah, and then yeah. he goes, "You put this." He goes, "You put this weight on in time." He goes, "It takes time to take it off," and I was like, "Yeah, okay." You know, because I'm walking and I'm doing like a a heart healthy workout. So I do my workout one day and I walk the next and I'm actually yep. like, you know, taking my CBD at night so I could sleep and I actually wake up in the morning instead of at noon, you know? Yeah. So 
Yeah, so I, I get up in the morning and I'll actually do my work or my workout, my walk or my workout, and then I, I go, you know, come back home and get ready and go to work because my boss lets me go. Yeah, so that's how that's how I like it, you know. It's um, I'll just do it my way because I'm not watching my intake. He goes, don't, you know, but I did cut back on sugar. You know, I don't use like like six tablespoons of sugar to go with my coffee. You know, yeah, I cut back. So I'm doing good. You know, I'm taking it slowly. So, but I'm gonna try to indica. Yeah, yeah, in the good in the morning. Mm-hmm. Try it out. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It's that, like, I went, okay, so I got in trouble my senior year of college in 08. I got a felony possession of marijuana charge. I had to sit 30 days in jail after I graduated and be on probation and all that. That, that two years when I was on probation in Idaho, I couldn't smoke. Like, felony probation was uh. some different shit. And, PO would show up whenever, piss testy whenever, and yeah. During that two years, I gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot. Like when I moved to Portland, I was probably like two forty, two fifty, and people don't uh-huh. believe me, but I have picture. I have pictures on my tribal ID and my driver's license when I moved to Oregon, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Dang, you really did lose weight." And I feel like the difference was that I had a job where I was standing up tagging fish for four or five hours, but also that I was able to smoke weed in the morning before I went to work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and smoke weed after work. And and it just, uh, I feel like it boosted my metabolism. And maybe within like a year, maybe a year or two, I was probably down to like 205. And so it, it, it felt... It felt like a healthy, and people would be like, man, you're losing weight. I'm like, man, I don't know. And then when I stepped on the scale, it was just like, holy shit, I did lose some weight. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and yeah. It, like, when I was on probation and I couldn't smoke, I was just sitting at a desk watching videotape in the winter or sitting at a <laughs> countertop at the gift shop selling cigs. Drinking energy, yeah. not not having much physical activity and not having any cannabinoids in my system, so uh-huh. it just uh, all the chemicals just throw you off, man. Like no matter what it is, it's yeah. there to disrupt yeah. your natural processes, and I feel like cannabis kind of helps make everything go yeah. back to normal. Yeah, and then and sure. you know, cannabis is like um, it's 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 a natural, you know, like it's natural. And people are all like, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. And I go, it's legal in Washington. It's legal in Oregon. I go, if it if it was, wasn't was natural, why did they legalize it? Yeah. You know? So I was like, yeah, I get tired of people telling me that. You know? Like, well, you know, you're just messing. I go, yeah, well, you're messing yourself up with your Cato shit. So, you know, don't tell me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cato yeah. and pills ain't good for you, man. Yeah. So I was like, don't, don't tell me, you know, because it's helping. It's, it's actually helping me, you know, and, and it helps my son. It's helping my sister. It helped my mom. 
you know, and, and then, like, when my aunt was alive, she used it for her rheumatoid arthritis, and she she said she was able to move when there were days when she couldn't, you know, and and when she used it, she, she was happy because she was able to move. So, you know, you can't say that, you know, it's bad because, you know, people are actually, you know, using it and it's, it's helping them, you know? Yep. Definitely. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Do you have any uh, yeah. products that you, uh, like edible products or tinctures that you consistently grab in Washington? Or is there any people that, you know, oh, I always, farms? I love, I love my candies. I love my caramels. I love yeah. my mints and my gummies. My gummies, yeah. you know, because they, they fit in my bag with all my munchies and nobody says nothing. You know, because yep. I could have my candy and stuff, and it goes through. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Absolutely not. Because they say, you know, you can't. But I was like, I need it. If I don't take it, I'm going to be up all night, you know? So I just get those because it fits in with my other stuff, you know? And then Definitely. I like my um, my oil, my CBD oil. And then I usually put that with my toiletries because I have, like, little dropper stuff for like my eyes and shit, you know, that help your wrinkles and shit. So I just put it with that, and, and it, it, it goes through, you know? Yeah, <laughs> super and ninja. And then people yeah, ask yeah. me, they're, they're like, you know, that's not legal here. And I go, well, it's legal in Washington, you know, and that's where I bought it, you know? So, yep. And then they're like, but it's not legal here. And I go, well, you're the only one that knows I have it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Uh. You know, so if I get busted, I know you told them, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's worth so, your but, time. You know, I just, you know? Those are what I like, you know, the CBD oil and then my my caramels, my gummies, and my mints. Those, and then nice. my favorite smoke is Big Black. I love mm. Big Black. That's that purple shit that you just smell it and get high. <laughs> 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 got my niece. I got my niece hooked on it. She's like, Auntie, I'm coming. I was, okay, and she goes, Let's go to your store. And then she goes, Cause nobody has that, but I I can get it at that store. And I go, Yeah, I go up there because nobody knows me, you know. But it, now when I walk in, they're like, Oh, hello, Miss Miles, the usual. And I was like, Oh my god. Okay, yeah, just get me my usual, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad, you know, when they're starting to know you. But, like, when I'd go here where I live and I'd see, like, a couple of my coworkers, I was like, dang, I didn't know she did this shit, you know? <laughs> she doesn't look like she'd use it, you know? And I was like, I hope they don't tell. So I fessed up last year. I was like, you know, um, I was just wondering, you know, do, do we have to do a pee test? when we do, like, cannabis stuff, and they're like, well, it's legal. And I was like, yeah. And then she goes, but you can't do it during work. She goes, you can do it on your own time, but it's like drinking. She goes, we don't allow it at work. And she goes, if it shows up in your P-test, it shows up. 
And I was like, yes. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I going to lose my job because I use this stuff? No. But it 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 wasn't, you know, because I had to do my P-test. And I was like, oh, man, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to get written up. But I didn't. I didn't get written up. You know, and, and then the big boss, nice. you know, she just said, as long as you're not doing it here at work. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can handle that's that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Last those summer, are my... uh, last summer it got. Your what? Bad. I was going to tell a story real quick. Last summer it got slow for work on Lyft and Amazon, so Jason got me a job at T-Mobile. Shout out to Jason uh-huh. Fix, man. That's the homie. Um, and I like they had a, a pre-screen drug test and he told me, he's like, dude, you have your medical card, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I, I have my medical card. And he said, as long as you send them a copy of that, you can piss dirty for weed as long as you don't piss dirty for anything else. And I was like, yeah. no way. And, and it was yeah. like, I sent them a copy. I, I took a picture and emailed it. And then I went and took my piss test and I'm sure it was dirty wicked yeah. dirty you know off the charts and and they still hired me I st- it was it was a trip like i never that's never happened in my entire life you know until 2018 mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i was impressed because because i am I'm, I'm a good i'm a good salesman i'm, I'm competent at work you know i'm not gonna yeah show up super yeah. big but i want to make money yeah, yeah, I know that's how I am. I get my work done, and and you know, I I do my job, you know. So don't don't hate them because I do this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm being yeah. safe at home, you know. I'm yeah, exactly. Because I wanna I wanna live, you know. I wanna live a while. So same, yeah. Elaine. Same. If you're gonna live to be a hundred. Yeah. Uh, I am, so, I am. I'm going to live to be a hundred with a sixty-year-old boyfriend, you know. No doubt, no doubt. That goes, goes. I'm with and then I shit, told my son, I go, yeah, I told my son, I go, I'm gonna live to be a hundred, and I'm still gonna look good. And he's like, Yeah, you will, mom. And I go, Yeah, I know, I'm gonna be one damn cute, one hundred year old bitch. You right too. And he just laughed at me, so I keep him laughing. No doubt. Yeah, humor yeah. is important. That's the best medicine, man. Yeah, it is. It is because um, laughter cures everything, man. Yeah. yeah. So what else? What else do you guys want to know? Why don't you ask questions? Yeah, Will, you got any more questions? Will, can can we ask? Uh, can we ask movie questions too now? I think. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Will has has at least one or two written down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's all fanboyed yeah, out. He's take, all take, nervous take and shit, one. man. It's cool, Will. It's cool, Will. It's all good. <laughs> Look <Yeah>. at him. <laughs> all right, Will. Let's shoot, shoot a question out, Will. We still got. He has to leave at quarter till to go pick someone up at the airport. So I want him to to ask at least one question before. Yeah, because you've been kind of quiet. So let's hear you. Yeah. 
so uh how many how many takes did it take uh to get to get some of your scenes done in in smoke signals um so driving backwards it took a while because i had to um i had to go earlier than everybody else i had like a 5 a.m call because the the stand-in was tall he was six something and he was too big to double for me and he didn't fit my hat so sherman asked me he goes can you um can you drive backwards and i was like yeah i could and then he's like can you come in early and then i was like sure and so i we got there early and michelle st john had to be with me and um he goes, well, I want you to drive backwards over that hill at full speed. <laughs> and, I, and I just kind of looked at him, and I thought, oh, okay, I'll try. And he goes, you can do it. And I go, yeah, okay. You know, and, and then I was like, you know, these ditches are really deep. And then Michelle was like, and there's no seatbelts on here. Are we insured for this? You know, she goes, can I not ride with her until after she? And then he's like, no, because we've got to see what you look like. And so um, he actually just shot us, like, practice running, you know. And and I think he actually used one of our practice runs because I went full speed and I made dust. And I was all happy because I looked at Michelle and I go, hey, I'm making dust, you know. And she's like, watch your road. I was like, but I'm making dust, you know, because I was going full speed backwards, you know. So I I had to literally do that. So it was fun, you know, and it we did it all morning. I guess like what was it about five six hours? I was driving backwards, coming over the hill, you know, full speed, and a few times almost kind of kind of went close to the ditch, but. I didn't run off the road. <laughs> Way to go. She does her own yeah. stunts. You know, yeah. She does her own stunts. The what? You do your own stunts, Elaine Miles. Oh, yes. In that, I I did. I actually did. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, so I can drive backwards as stunt driver. But, you know, everybody drives backwards on res at some point, you know. You always have to have that one person on the res that does it. You know, their cars broke down, they're cruising backwards, you know, taking it to Cousin's house to fix, you know. (laughs) Yeah. That reminds me of that video, too. It was uh, Notorious B.I.G. featuring Puffy, that hypnotized video. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. That you see, and it's like they're they're running from the cops or whatever, riding in reverse for like, dude. It's it's a cool chase scene, but it's yeah, it's, a, yeah, like, ah, yeah. it's like smoke signals. That's tight. Yeah, super sick, yeah, super sick. And no, there was a there was I met these I forget their names. They play with the Minnesota Vikings, and I was stuck at Minneapolis airport because it was during the winter time. And the planes, you know, were all all stuck. So we had to stay at the airport. And 
these people kept like taking pictures of me and then they take pictures of them and then I was like, I wonder who they are, you know, and back then I wasn't really into um, football because I lived, I was working up in Toronto doing that TV show up there, so I got into hockey. So I wasn't really into the football down here and and then so I was waiting to come home and they kept looking at me and go, can we get a picture with you? I was like, sure, you know, and they both stood up and I was like, can you even see me? You know, so they picked me up and then I'm laughing because they're holding me up and then then this guy, he looks at me and he goes, do you know who these guys are? And I was like, no, they're just two big black guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, we play with the Minnesota Vikings. And I go, oh, that's cool. Is that basketball? And they're like, football. And they go, oh, okay, well, that's cool. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But then I was like so crazy because I, I met this Samoan guy that worked there, and he had some guns, so we were smoking in the in the, in the airport where they could smoke, you know. So it was like, oh, my God. Gangster. Gangster. You know, but they recognized me from Smoke Signal. And I was like, I cannot believe these black people watch Smoke Signal. You know, (laughs) it's like, and they go, no, no, we have friends, you know, so we watch Smoke Signal. Y'all are like us black people. We're ghetto, too. And I was like. Okay, you know, and they're like, y'all was gonna have that one uncle that drives backwards, you know, y'all was fixing cars, and I was like, yeah, that's how we are, you know, on the res. And then he's like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just kind of laughed because they watch smoke signals. And that's like, I met this, um, these Puerto Rican guys when I was in San Diego, and they watch Smoke Signals. That's one of their favorite movies. He actually had it on his phone. So he was watching. I sat behind him, and I was like, is that guy watching Smoke Signals? And I thought, is he native? You know, I was trying to peek through and see. And then when he sat up, and he goes, hey, I just watched you. And I was like, yeah, I've seen that because I thought you're native. What are you? And he goes, I'm Puerto Rican. And I was like, why are you watching Smoke Signals? He goes, man, that's a good movie. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just funny, you know, to see other people than natives watch it. You know, it, it, it's, a, I guess, a big hit with just about anybody and everybody, you know? And yeah. So... Yeah, really, really good-hearted movie. Yeah, yeah, what makes me happy is it was the first written, directed, produced Native movie, you know, and I was a part of it, so I made history with that movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, the first time I watched uh, Smoke Signals was, God, it was probably four, no, Five or six years ago, I watched it. Um, I majored in American Ethnic Studies at Willamette University in Salem, uh, and one of the uh-huh. classes I took was a native a Native American film class. So we watched uh-huh. it for that, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, and then I rewatched it again like a few le- years later. But um, yeah. Wow! I know my son's um um teacher in high school used to use he still uses it and um it was funny because when my son's friends would come over 
and they'd look at me, and then they'd talk in Mexican, then they'd look at me, and then they asked Dusty, my son, and then he was like, yeah, that's my mom. And they go, well, how come you didn't tell us? And he goes, because I don't want everybody to be coming over here talking to my mom about the movie. And then I was like, Dusty, and he goes, yeah, Mom, we've been watching it. And he goes, now these guys recognize you. So, And then he came home the next day, and he's like, they told the teacher, and now the teacher wants you to come visit. And I was like, oh, my God, Dusty, you don't want me to do it? <laughs> but he was like, I don't know, Mom, I just didn't want people to be, like, bugging you like that. And I was like, it's all right, you know, it's all right. And then, like, now even totally. that teacher is still in high school, and he's always, like, emailing me. And he's like, Elaine, are you still in, in town here? I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you come up this week? And I was like, sure, okay, you know. So, but they're, you know, they're cool because they show that in high schools, you know, so. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, any other questions before you leave? Yeah, let's shoot one more, Will. Shoot one more. <laughs> I think that's all I had off the top of my head. I might be able to think of one in, in a minute or two. Uh, okay, but well, at least we can talk. I'll, I'll try and think of one. So what, okay, so what um, kind of, what are you working on right now, Elaine? Do you have something that you're working on recently that isn't coming out yet that you can talk about? Um, not really. I can't talk about it, but, um, I'll just say I did a video and yeah, I have been, you know, but we're trying to, it's trying to sell. So I can't really say what it's about, but you know, we did it and we, we hope and pray that it gets bought. And that's one of the things I wish like casinos would get involved. You know, all our native casinos, so they could, like, back some of these things, you know, some of these movies and, you know, these short films or, you know, music videos, you know, it's like, why can't they back it? We're all natives, you know, let's, let's work together. But, you know, we're yeah. we're just hoping someone buys it, and then you'll see my yeah. little chunky butt on the screen again. No doubt, no doubt. Looking yeah. forward to it, man. Like that's uh, yeah. I agree with what you're saying too, cause uh, I'm I'm trying to shoot a pilot in June at our casino, Aww. and I hope they I hope they at least give me permission, um, cause there's yeah. a bar and there's a gift shop and there's an office setting that like I can shoot the whole pilot in, and it's just pretty character based, and I could capture everything there and and still get shots of a place that can be a tourist attraction. So I'm hoping they at least yeah. give me permission. I'm pretty sure I have someone to fund it already. Um, I, I got a guy nice, to shoot. Nice. I know, because you sent me some stuff that that's kind of intense stuff you sent, but it's good, you know? Thanks, girl. I appreciate it. Shout out to Ryan Craig, yeah. man. Like that, it's, yeah. it's going to be... Uh, L.A. Skins Film Fest in November. It's going to show sometime there. We're waiting for the date to see when it's going to show, and we're we're all trying to show up down there and see what people think about it. Nice, nice. Well, good luck with that. You know, I always I always try and support 
all of the natives that are in the industry, you know, whether they're on camera, off camera, you know, behind the camera, or, you know, the writers, you know, I I always try and support because that's a difference, you know, because I worked up in Canada and the States. And in Canada, they're more diverse. You know, they have their own um, TV channel, their native channel, or their Aboriginal channel. And they um, hire native writers on different shows. They have, you know, natives on the news. They have them as reporters. And you don't really see that down here in the States. It's like we don't exist down here, you know. And that's one of the complaints I have. And that's, you know, I've said it out loud, you know, in L.A. about how they treat the natives, you know. It's like we don't exist, you know. And we're, we have all sorts of talent, you know. We have native actors and actresses. We have stuntmen, stuntwomen. We have writers, we have directors, we have cameramen, we have, you know, um, electricians, we have grips, we, you know, set deck, makeup. My niece is a makeup, you know, she works with makeup in L.A., so, you know, like, and then my nephew used to do designer, so he was, you know, worked with wardrobe on, on films and on videos, you know, so it was like, you know, why can't we support us, you know? It's like yeah. Middle Eastern people have their own channel. Hispanics have their own channel. Asians have their own channel. And we're the ones with the goddamn casinos, and we don't have our own channel yet. Well, dude, and, and the other thing, too, like I appreciate you supporting us by coming on the show, but I think that uh, on their research, because now they have spreadsheets, right, and all this data... And um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that their spreadsheets say that whatever weird, obscure native film, like whether it's based on a native Indian reservation or it's written by a native person or there's native actors in it, they see that it's charting a lot in all these rural areas as far as uh, location. And they're like, what the fuck, man? Why are people watching the shit out of this? And it's like, because we are supporting us. You know what I mean? Like, right, if there's right, some, if right. there's something available that has us in it, we're gonna go and watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay to see it even because it's I, yeah, I know there's a skin exactly. in there. And it, I got I gotta support mine no matter what. Yes. But uh, yes. we Will said he has to peace out. Can can you say goodbye to Will one time, Elaine? Hey, Miles, before we t- we tune we'll off the call. Thank you so much, up. Elaine. It was yeah, it was nice talking with you and and um thanks for being on here with me and and dropping me your questions and stuff of course yeah thank you so much for coming on the show we really best of luck in your future endeavors okay thank you and you too and whatever you're doing so good luck <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right all right Will. Drive safe at the airport, man. They're crazy over there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's out, man. Th- thanks for for answering his questions too, Elaine. He was he was yeah, super excited yeah. when we, when we when we told him you were gonna be on the show. He was like, "No way!" From smoke signals. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> super excited. Yeah, for real. Yeah. 
but that's cool. That's cool. And, you know, like I said, I'm happy to support. I've been on a few podcasts, and I didn't realize, like, y'all were like family, you know, because my cousin was telling me, and I was like, dang, I didn't even know that. Like, like Jesse, because he inboxed me, and I was like, well, where are you from? And he told me, and then I was like, well, who do you belong to? Then he told me, and I was like, oh, my God, she's my cousin. That's my nana, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, then I called my my cousin Doris, my sister Doris, and I go, hey, this guy called me, and she goes, yeah, that's her nephew. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, because I, I don't yeah. really know everybody. Because a lot of them I haven't seen since they were little guys, and now everybody's old. And when I go home, I was like, they'll come up, hey, Auntie. And I was like, I, I don't even know who they belong to. Who is that, you know? <laughs> and then then they're always telling me, you need to come home more often. And I was like, yeah, I know. You know, so. Because I'm a Sweetwater girl. My grandpa lived in Sweetwater, so. Yeah. No doubt. Mitch Mitch yeah. stays up there in cul de sac, man, so he's he's right yeah. up the road there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but then I'm I'm enrolled in Pendleton with my mom. So uh, it's all good. We, we still claim you, girl. We still claim you. Yeah. <laughs> good, because they don't no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just my family, you know, my family supports me, but there's a lot of people at Pendleton that don't like me, but that's all right. I just smile and wave, kill them with kindness, you know. No doubt. Yeah. Only thing you can do. Yeah. Only thing you can do. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to ask? Um, shoot, man. Um... I don't know. Like, is there any any other stories that you want to share, um, cannabis or or acting related? I think we have about eight more minutes left. If you if you can give us an eight minute stand up routine or something like whatever, hey. you just tell 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 us. Hey, I'm sure you have all kinds of stories, girl. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just I like sitting here and listening to you talk. I, I just try to interject here and there to yeah you know, yeah to, 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 you yeah. know like I. I really, I really dig hearing your story, so. Yeah, but you know, I'll tell you about what my agent told me when I was offered um, smoke signals, because, um, you know, that was at the height of my career, and she yeah. was like, you know, you really don't want to do this, because, you know, it's it's below what you are worth, and then I yeah. looked at her, and I go, yeah, but it's written by a Native guy. And then she would. She looked at me and she goes, "Well, you know, honey, it's not going to look good on your resume." And then I was like, "Well, you know what? I want to support my native people." I go, "I don't want to be like everybody else in Hollywood and just forget about where I came from." I go, "I was raised different." And then she was like, "Well, you know, you did that when you got the award. You went to your American Indian Award instead of going to SAG." And I go, yeah, but everybody came to the awards after SAG. And I go, and I appreciated that because, you know, Rob Morrow and the producers showed up at the American Indian Awards to support me because I got, you know, an award yeah. for Best Supporting Actress on the on the television series. And um, 
she goes, well, you know, I just really don't want you to do it. And then afterwards she goes, I am glad you didn't listen to me, you know, because it, it was ended up being a bigger movie than what was anticipated. Because when we started it, it was a modified low budget, which was like way below what I was used to being paid. But, yeah. you know, I, I wanted to be a part of it because it was a first written, directed, produced Native movie. You know, no and we're, we were all, all the main characters are Native, you know. Yep. And and so I was, you know, I was really happy. And my mom, she kept telling me because she was alive. And she goes, you know what, you do what your heart says. She goes, if you want to do this, do it. She goes, it's it, you know, because you're used to being paid. And I go, well, you know, I got that modeling gig. So, you know, that kicks in what I'm used to. So I go, doing this is going to be fun, you know, because it's, it's the first written, directed, produced mom. And she was like, well, do it. You know, so I did it. And I'm glad I did it because it did, you know, get all sorts of awards, you know, and it went to uh, Europe, yeah. you know, and and it was seen all over in different countries, and it's still seen in different countries, and, you know, it's it, like I said, it's on still playing on Netflix and Hulu, you know, so I was glad mm-hmm. I, I actually did it, you know, because it's, it's, you know, it, it put my name, you know, up there with everybody else, you know, because we, we took that chance. And and I'm glad that Sherman did that, you know. He took the chance to do it, and and it worked, you know. And and that's what I, I always say, you know, you just got to believe in our stuff because, like I said, we have a lot of talented Native people out there that, you know, can do the same thing, you know, because who mm-hmm. knows your stuff. Your stuff may be out, you know, next year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's what, like, when you, when you talk about, because I'm, I'm not, like, getting paid to act or anything, but one of my, my music rap homies, Ryan Craig, he just hit me up last summer and was like, hey, I got a script that I wrote. You want to check it out? And I was like, dude, this is tight. And he, he just mm-hmm. asked me, he's like, do you want to play, do you want to play Ray? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And he's like, like how much do you want? I was like, I'll do it for free. And he's like, Well, what the fuck? I was like, Dude, I'll I'll do it. It's a short film. Like we could shoot this in a day. I was like, I'm gonna come out there for a trip anyway. You just gotta give me a date and I'll work around it. He's like, all right. And he, you know, he was like, Well, what about the the girl? And I was like, I'll, I'll hit some girls up. And Kylie Fox, shout out to Kylie Fox if she's listening. Um, she mm-hmm. said yes. And so the only thing he had to pay for from us, I think, was her plane ticket and. We, like my auntie had a, a, a Airbnb crib out there, so we just crashed at her house and mm-hmm. shot the movie in a day. But I was just happy because, man, I've been trying to do acting stuff for a while. It's like I shoot videos and everything like that for music, and it just I I, I wanted to do something, and he offered me the opportunity. It's like, nah, dude, I'll I'll do it for free. I'm like, if you sell this and make money off of it, then the next one, pay me some money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. The first or one if free, he sells man. it, what he should do, what he should have said is, like, if he sells it and gets money off of it, then pay you, you know, pay you whatever yeah. he can, you know. 
Because if yeah. you're going to make money off of what you did, boy, you better start asking for money. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure he'll look out. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ryan Craig, and you know he's yeah. he's been a, a really yeah. a good dude. He's been a good dude to work with, uh, just in music and and with the movie stuff too. Like, I uh, I'm kind of yeah. needy, I guess. I be yeah, bugging him sometimes. Pretty... Like like when did you man? Is there a rough cut? Can I watch a rough cut? Like I bugged him all year, and it it, it was last month I finally got this copy. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he's probably like tired of me, like, fuck, God damn it, Kane, leave me alone working on it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's one of the things my, my old my old agent used to tell me. She goes, when you do things, you do not ask them to see what you do. She goes, you have to wait to see what you do, and they'll they'll show you. Don't, don't bug them. And I was like, but I wanted to see it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I was new at it, you know, so I wanted to see what I was doing. And and some people, Same. you know, they do, you know, they do, it's like in their contract to see what they do, you know. And so I'm just one of those people, I'll wait, you know, like even this thing I just did, um, she sent me a video and, and I was like, wow, it turned out pretty good for a two-day shoot, you know, and so I'm I'm happy with it. And, and then... I showed my friend, and he goes, so is it out? And I go, no. And he goes, oh, that's just a rough cut? And I go, yeah. And then he goes, well, it's pretty good, Mom. And I go, yeah, it is. And I go, but he goes, but you usually don't get those, Mom. And I go, I know. But, you know, she she was nice, and she sent it to me, you know. So it was a little different because I didn't ask for it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt good. It felt good to get that yeah. text message too. Yeah. Like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, and then she was like, you know, really happy that I agreed to do it, you know, because I met her through a mutual friend who's from OMAC, and now he lives down there in LA. And and then he's like, hey, girl, you want to do this? And I was like, I'm, I'm, well, I'll look at the script, you know. And then I looked at it and I go, wow, that's intense. And I go, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. You know, what are they going to pay me, you know? And it was a, a SAG, you know, a little short film, and it's, like, really low budget, but, you know, it was worth it, you know? I'll, I'll do anything to get my little brown face out there again. No doubt, girl. No doubt. Yeah. Same, same, girl, same. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Like, oh. I'm still here. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> carry, carry on. I'm digging what you're saying, Elaine. I'm digging what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. It just this business is crazy. You know, it, it's tough. You got to be tough to stick in it. You know, because you get put down, let down. You know, and you think you could. Do, you know, get this part, but then it's not what they're looking for, so they hire someone else, you know. But I'm always happy that it's another Native person that gets out there and does it, you know. And, um, no doubt. I just, you know, I just hope that, you know, who's ever out there listening and if you're wanting to get into acting or you got something written or, you know, you're a good camera person, you know, or, or a good makeup artist like my niece, you know, then, you know, good luck to you, you know, and I hope 
hope the best. And, you know, I hope Hollywood recognizes, you know, our talent. Yeah. That's all I have. I I agree. I agree. Same. But even if Hollywood doesn't, we we can put it out ourselves and support each other. Right, right. You know what I mean? Without that budget. Yeah, because we have our own, um, our own, you know, um, awards, different awards going out, you know, like the music awards, the film awards, you know, so, you know, we got that to look forward to because even that is more important to us, you know, it was more important to me to be recognized by our Native people than it was for me to get the Screen Actor Guild Awards. You know, that's the way I felt because I I represented everyone, you know, all natives, you know, in yeah. in this business, you know, so I was happier to receive it from the first Americans in the arts and then the American Indian um awards in San Francisco. So, you know, it it was an honor and privilege to be recognized, you know. No doubt. Yeah. We're proud of you, Elaine Miles. We're proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. So are we almost done now or are we still gotta talk? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's 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 an hour right there. Like that's that's what we we got you for is an hour. It's if if you want to talk about anything else, cool. If not, then then we can wrap it up and I can do my outro dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. I can't think of anything else to say. You know, it's just like I said. Good luck to everybody. You know, that's out there struggling artists. I'm there with you, you know, we're trying our best to get our little brown faces out there and and like I say, I pimp myself out, you know. Um, still haven't found an agent. And I know oh, what God. I'm doing though, you know. I've been in the business long enough to know how to negotiate, so Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to I'm have you okay. I'm trying to have you be my agent, Elaine Miles, and I'm trying to yeah. hire you. Well, you know, that's what I thought about doing, you know, because there was a time where I didn't think I'd ever get movies again. And, you know, because um, I auditioned, didn't get parts. And and then the movies that I have done since, you know, I started coming back in, in 2008 um, is all people just wrote things and they had me in mind, you know, so... It's cool when people still remember you and they're like, we just want you to be in our movie, you know? And yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of honored that people still remember me, you know? Like I said, it's been 29 years since I've started, you know? And so, yeah. Hell yeah, girl. Rock, rock on, man. Like... For real, like it's uh, it's been an honor to have you on the show. Um, hopefully we can have you back sometime. Hopefully we can have some back. You know. Yeah. Maybe. And, and maybe uh, yeah, maybe w- what you just worked on will get picked up, and and you can start promoting and it. Then and then I can talk about it. Yeah, because yeah. it's gonna be a badass movie. 
my first um like non traditional well it's 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 a native role but you know it's usually um I always they always want me to be like Marilyn, you know, um quiet and <laughs> doesn't talk much, does facial yeah. expressions, you know, the typical native thing and stoic. this one I actually Can you be talk stoic? Be stoic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm. I'm excited about because I'm gonna be, you know, I play grandma, but you know, still, yeah, it's gonna be good. That's cool. So when it does, yeah. I'll I'll let you guys know. So I'll be back on. No doubt. And then, uh, like, if uh, anything else pops up too, like drastically in your state or something like you do previously done, like we'll try and hit you up. Like, it's been uh really good talking to you. And hearing your stories yeah. about well, thank you, cannabis. thank you guys for having me on, and um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, and don't be afraid to use CBD because it does yeah. work. It doesn't die. It's a different strain, you know. It's a medical strain, and and um, it truly does help, you know. And and I hope you know people listen and they they try it, you know, because it does it does work. All right, no doubt. Yeah, good, good message, Lane Miles. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, thank you, Katie, for having me on. Hey, and if you ever need someone for your videos, man, let me know. No. <laughs> no doubt. I'll, I'll hit you up, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm plotting to move back to the Northwest in the next few months, yeah. so I, I definitely will be in yeah. the area. And I, I got, got uh, your number. Yeah. I, I will hit you up for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And thank you and, guys um, again, you know, thank you guys yeah. again for letting me um, talk about it and and talk a little bit about myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank good you, luck to you guys for your Thanks. podcast. Yeah. Word. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and do my outro dance, ladies and gentlemen. This was the 25th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Katie M. Kane. With me was my co-host, Will Terps. He slipped out to the airport, and our guest was Elaine Miles. Hey. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell them peace out. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I really got to give a shout out to my guys in production, man, for doing such a good job every week. But also for booking Elaine Miles to come on the show, man. Like, I, I didn't have that kind of pull. I don't got that kind of juice. So I got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a Main Node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.